1: America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.
0: No, I, I got it. I got it. How about a little heel turn?
2: <laughs> the wolf, the night. And we are back. Episode 6 of Turning Heels here, John Cena Weevil, B. Detroit, what's going on?
3: What up, though, everybody? What up, though, John Cena? What's going on, brother? How are you?
2: I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. Um, just getting ready for I feel I feel like an asshole every time I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, AEW, the <laughs>
3: another biggest show, show ever. Yeah. Another show. Yeah.
2: Another show. I feel I feel like an asshole rubbing it in. <laughs> but uh, I'm excited, man. It's gonna be the biggest crowd ever. It's it's at a tennis stadium. I've never been there. I've been to that area plenty of times with City Field and Shea Stadium when I was there. Mm. Uh there's a zoo over there, there's a lot of stuff to do around there, so it's a pretty cool area. Um, but never seen wrestling there. Uh, I actually did see, I went to where the Mets play City Field. I remember just before he returned to WWE, there was like a Legends of Wrestling show Mm -hmm. and Goldberg showed up and he speared, uh, I want to say Scott Steiner. It was like the first like wrestling appearance that Goldberg had in like years. And then right after that, he signed the the WWE deal. So that was kind of cool, but it was like weird because there wasn't that many people there. So it was like a little wrestling ring right in the center of the baseball field. And Uh then like, some of the, the, the stands were taken, but yeah, this is going to be a huge show.
3: I'm um, curious on how they're going to like set it up because it's a tennis stadium. Like, it's, I'm pretty sure it's going to look dope because the seating and everything is like those tennis stadiums kind of face down mm-hmm. like into like a pit. So it's going to look so crazy. Those fans are going to look stacked on top of each other. People going to look crazy.
2: Yeah, seats are all around. So even behind yeah. the stage, which I think should be OK because the way it's situated, I'm pretty sure you could even see like above the stage. You just oh, won't see like them coming out. But just yeah. be kind of cool to see like an overall view of it. Um yes. so yeah I'm excited I didn't expect it to be that long it's going to be like five hours with Rampage being two hours and mm-hmm. all the other stuff but um everybody's pretty much wrestling so and plus Davey and Brayden are going to be here so that's pretty cool you know I mean Cody Rhodes is going to be there so that's you should be more excited about. <laughs> you're right fuck Davey <laughs> fuck Brayden uh, Cody yeah. Rhodes is going to be there
3: he's going to bring the um, whole gang Pharaoh's going to come I, I'm picturing it, like
2: coming. Pyro going like in a 360 around the stadium like, and
3: like he won oh it. my god
2: he's going to bring the baby out isn't he He's gonna have he's gonna have the baby and the dog.
3: (laughs) No, and they're both gonna get freaked out by his pyro again.
2: Uh, We'll see, we'll see, but it it should be should be exciting. Um. So yeah, I I know we kind of like mentioned it a couple weeks ago, but
3: are you caught up to the Wu Tang show on Hulu? I am caught up. Um. Episode what four was that? Four was the last
2: one. Yeah, the last one, and I I loved it. It was it's what they call like a bottle episode where everything takes place in one. Uh, area and this Mm -hmm. whole episode was on the staten island ferry so if anybody knows where the new york area staten island ferry was like the only way you can get from staten island to like manhattan they're like they're like the one borough that's like separated from subway you you can't you can't take a train there the bronx you know brooklyn queens you could take train to the city but staten Mm -hmm. island you had to take a ferry to get there because it's literally an island um so the whole episode was based on like um the woods like rizza basically like anybody who hasn't seen the show it's like there's warring factions before they, they formed the Wu-Tang Clan. So you have like Stapleton projects and Park Hill projects. So you have like Raekwon on one side, Ghostface on the other side, and a couple other guys are kind of separated. So mm-hmm. Riza has to be like the, the mastermind mediator to get them to agree to, to record together. And the, the thing about it is he literally has the time that this ferry is going to uh, depart from Staten Island to Manhattan to make sure that they're all on the same page. Because they all got coerced to go onto the ferry without like the knowledge of the other people being there and they find out the second they're there that like their sworn enemies are on the same boat so the whole episode is literally like a western i think i posted it on twitter it's like it even has like a tarantino uh sergio leone type of feel with the music and like the close-ups to the faces and
3: all that i
2: thought it was great i i it's probably one of my favorite
3: episodes so far it was definitely dope even they were showing like some uh like some artwork, some old West out artwork on the, uh, like on the ferry and stuff. So it was kind of giving you that, like, hey, this is a Western, but it was really dope. Like how they, um, even like they showed everybody's like argument conflicting with each other. Like, on the boat at the same time, even the, the, the guy that was selling stuff, he had a big role to play. And yep. it, it was really dope. Put together. Yeah, the guy that
2: was selling stuff reminds me of like, in the old Westerns, like there's like the guy on the road. That's like, you know, the, the, the lone traveler. that's like there to sell you stuff or to yeah. like talk to you <laughs> and give you tips. That's what it felt like The little, the, the lone he was, guy. He
3: sells a gun. It's like, okay okay
2: <laughs> that's and that's that's how it is like in the westerns Like you just see a guy and he's like hey you want a gun and yeah. you know that was great and like it's funny because people always ask me like why do you like wu-tang so much and to me it's like beyond rap they always felt like a superhero group and this show literally feels like the origin story it feels like yep. the avengers and rizzo's like nick fury so even if you don't like hip-hop or you don't like like wu-tang or in general check this show out because it's like they haven't even gotten to the point where like their album came out we're already like the second season and they're just now like starting to record like the actual album and get the record deal and everything. So yeah. it's like so much beyond it. And like, yeah, some stuff is made up and fabricated, but you kind of have to do that with shows to make it a little bit more exciting. But the truth is like a lot of them didn't like each other. They're from warring projects. And, and Rizzo was like the guy that put them all together. So I thought it, it's great. And the guy that plays RZA, I don't know if you saw this, he was just cast as a uh, Bobby Brown in the Whitney Houston movie that's coming out. Really? Yeah. They're making a movie. It's weird because like Bobby Brown and rizzo don't look alike
3: no <laughs> so not like, at all but but they, they had um the bobby brown bioptic movie for what was that Bt or Lifetime,
2: yeah B, but i think it's like official movie like that guy he theaters, looks like yeah. bobby
3: brown though when he they, does they he looks more like, up, bobby, brown like and, bobby brown than yeah. he
2: looks more than bobby brown and bobby digital but he's a good actor <laughs> like overall but my first thought was like well he looks nothing like any of this but then i, I my friend was like yeah but chadwick boseman played james brown uh, Jackie Robinson and Thurgood Marshall none of them look like each other so as long as you have a good actor that can go ahead and and do the roles it doesn't matter like what they look like which i think by, is, is true
3: by the way get on up uh, Chadwick Boseman playing James Brown is one of my favorite like biopic movies ever yeah, he's so. he's
2: a great actor and it's like i've been watching what if lately and like just hearing him like mm-hmm. the role again is, as uh, as the yeah. i'm just like damn man this guy like
3: we're missing ah, out man
2: fuck man um but we're not missing out on heels uh, so we're going to get into episode six called House Show, which, again, the title has nothing to do with it. There is no house show. There's no wrestling in this episode. You know at all. what?
3: I would say this is a house show.
2: Like an actual house? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: they gotta yeah, put that I, I, one I thought
2: about that. Like, there's a lot of like, stuff in the house and there's things Clever. going on. So that, that yeah. makes sense.
3: This and, is a real house show.
2: And just to bring it up now before we forget, this actually, they're going to be taking a break, a two-week break um, before they come back. For the for the final two episodes of the season, so it looks like the next episode won't be until October tenth. Because I know they have the new show. What is it, the BMF with the Black uh, Mafia Black show that's Mafia coming on family, Stars? Yeah. So between mm-hmm. that and I think uh, Power Book three is going to be wrapping up. So I guess you know not enough room for all this stuff. But Stars is really you know
3: really cranking they're doing them out
2: really good stuff.
3: Yeah, get your money up, HBO. Just joking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna get into the episode right now um episode six how show and the show kind of threw me off a little bit because i thought it was a flashback of uh tom spade but it looks like it was just willie day having a flashback herself kind of Mm -hmm. like thinking back and basically it's about willie and spade and tom spade and tom is like complaining that they're losing too much money and then Willie Day is trying to, like, brighten up the mood, saying, oh, you know, but we're having so much fun. We're doing so good here. And he kind of says a line like, yeah, it doesn't matter how much fun we're having at the end of the day. Uh, we're still losing money. So we still haven't found out exactly what's going on with Tom Spade. But just by this little part alone, I'm guessing he either gets into some crazy debt or something. Like, that's what I'm thinking of. If he's losing all this money, uh, it's going to have to get to a point where that probably is the cause of what he yeah. did with the suicide. because that's one of the reasons like whenever you see like somebody like lose their life is usually like they're like in so much debt that it's going to involve their family and they kind of that's their only escape did you get the same the
3: same idea it seems like that's what the whole thing is like, he's just losing money even yeah. uh jack says it in the uh earlier i mean later in the show it gets that he says like it thing is expensive to take care of so gotcha we go to apocalypse
2: he's having like some sort of like um i, I wouldn't call it like aa but it's some sort of like uh, i don't know what do you call it? like rehab. it, Mm-hmm. meeting like with people meeting. yeah the weird part is it was in the dwl dome which is a little weird like he, i see a wrestling <laughs> ring in the background but then it's just him is the only wrestler there with a bunch of regular people so i'm guessing maybe it's something that he set up himself and yeah. kind of gets people to come and uh they're kind of, kind of talking about everything and we we hear a little bit more about like apocalypse um and then he's like he says something about like one line that he says is like um have gratitude for your regrets because they're there to remind you to be a better person, a better version of yourself. So he's like, you know, a motivational speaker in a way. A lot of people are really like getting onto his words and latching on. They're celebrating the same line down. Yeah, (laughs) that was a good line. (laughs) And um, they celebrate one of the women's there, I guess, have like one year recovery. So like, we find out more about apocalypse because obviously in the past, like he fucked up. He said when he went to rehab, but um, the spades, they gave him a chance to come back and it looks like he's, he's capitalizing off of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, coming off of that, Dark Side of the Ring episode that we saw. It looks like a lot of uh, wrestlers might need this class (laughs) from Apocalypse. Might have to
3: holler Apocalypse.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We go to Jack Spade, who's getting a phone call from the state fair. And like, they're kind of asking him for some tips to increase ticket sales. They said that the ticket sales have been down for a while um so like as this is going on jack is like looking for his keys and of course like the asshole that jack is he just interrupts his wife who's singing i'm like there's a lot of jack asshole moments like he's usually asshole in every episode but this episode i'm gonna point out like five or six different points where i'm just like yo jack like what the fuck are you doing like his wife is literally out there singing her heart out and he's like hey hun, uh you see my uh my keys mm-hmm and of course, like she finds them right away because she's a smart one and she has like the tile lap. And if you ever use a towel thing, it's like a little thing you put in your keychains to, to find your keys and you could like, you know, set the buzzer off with your, with your phone. So of course she uh. has it. So Stacy then reminds him that there actually is a baptism and a barbecue today. And it's for, if you guys remember Big Jim from like the first or second episode, it was a wrestler who retired uh, because his wife was having a baby. Uh, so he's having the baptism and barbecue and he's like totally knows nothing of this. And she's like, don't even worry. I already got the present. Like I literally did everything for you. And Jack comes back with, but I got to do a podcast. <laughs> his wife is just like, postpone the podcast. And he's like, I got to do a pod- podcast. So he basically like doesn't want to go to this thing because of a podcast. Uh, we've all been there, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got to do a podcast. And then his poor kid, like there's another Jack asshole moment. His kid oh. like, wants to play uh, cornhole. He's like, hey, dad, you want to practice cornhole? And he's like, oh, I got more things to do. Um, have you ever played cornhole before?
3: I have played cornhole, I'm kind of a champion of it. Oh, end.
2: nice! Yeah, I used to play it all the time back when I lived with my parents. We'd always have like uh, barbecues over the summer. We'd always get like our family and friends over, and we'd always got the little cornhole tournament. Mm. Um, my brother actually like went to like an actual cornhole tournament, like an actual like not professional, but it was like a tournament with teams and everything. And they actually did pretty good. Yeah, they're uh, on ESPN now. It's weird. Oh, seriously, it's that big? <laughs> yeah, you, you just throw a a beanbag and you try to make it it's into a well. hole. That's pretty much all it is. Uh, but yeah, great game. Um, and Stacy is actually trying to tell Jack that, um, she finally wrote a new song and of course he doesn't give a fuck cause he just cares about his podcast. So he's like, yeah, new song. Cool. Whatever. I, I gotta go. <laughs> so, uh, we go to Charlie Gully, who's having a meeting with rooster. Um, at a diner and Charlie Gully is the, the owner of the Florida Dystopia Wrestling and he's trying to recruit Rooster and he's saying that he's been watching all his clips on YouTube, he's the best wrestler in DWL uh, and DWL is about to die, DWL is dead and uh, he says <laughs> that the Florida Dystopia fans would love him and Rooster would be the top star, he's basically like, you know, blowing all the smoke up his ass Yeah, uh, he says Jack Spade is wasting his time and as he's leaving, he like drops a wad of money on the table, we find out it's like $1,000, so Rooster gets up and follows him outside, he gets pissed and he's like like, don't you ever do anything like that? He drops a line about, like, don't treat me like a stripper. And then I, I promise, he, he said, I promise you a dance with the devil that his ass won't be around to leave the fucking tip or something like, something along those lines. It was a pretty sick line, but he gets pissed off. And then Gully's like, the only reason he did that was just to like show that he's actually interested in him. Uh, and if he comes and if he does come to work with him, he'll show a much better respect. Uh, and then tells Rooster to call him as his guy's like picking up the money off the floor. Well, mm-hmm. what did you think of this scene? Like, it was pretty cool to see, like, you know,
3: I, I like the scene because I was all for Rooster, like taking out going out there and taking all that money. But Gully instantly made himself a good guy again. Was like, dude, I'm just trying to help you out. OK, <laughs> if like, I yeah. take the money if you want it. But if not, OK, I'll take it back. Then he makes his guy come out the car and get the money. Yeah, one so that was like, nice. yeah, my money." He's like, he like Gully comes
2: off as like a kind of like a mob leader, like kind of like one of the guys like from Sopranos. I'm pretty sure it was like the same exact scene happened in Sopranos where like somebody was trying to like recruit somebody from like the Soprano team to come join him and all that. <laughs> yeah. But um, I didn't expect him to leave a thousand dollars like that. What if like he didn't even like realize it and just left and you know that would have made the waitress's day right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we go to willie and jack and they're at the baseball stadium the same one they're going to have the state fair wrestling show at. and uh, jack is talking about like how now he actually seems like he wants to use wild bill and willie is the one that's against it um so willie says something along the lines as like uh like look at him as a person and jack is like i don't want to look at him as a person i want to look at the entertainment aspect of it he you know he's obviously seeing dollar signs here he knows that even though wild bill is personally a bad person he sees that it can make a lot of money uh and the state fair obviously wants to use him so it hasn't been official that wild bill at this point is going to be on the show but it looks like that's the the way that um jack wants to go with right we go to Bobby Penn, who's uh, in his wheelchair. If you guys remember in the last episode, he got his uh, leg snapped in half by uh, Ace Spade. So he shows up to DWL, where we see Diego and Apocalypse are working out. And <laughs> we get this really like funny like uh, scene back here, where like <laughs> Apocalypse, like he reveals that uh, the reason he got the name Apocalypse is from the movie Apocalypse Now, and his dad was in Vietnam. And then Bobby's like so confused about this because he doesn't know about the movie, and then he doesn't even know what the Vietnam War is. He's, it's like so weird. It's like you know, most people know what the Vietnam War is. Like at yeah. this
3: point, Especially I, I'm, heads I don't him. believe that Bobby is that clueless. He didn't know about the Vietnam War. Yeah. I
2: don't know. He says a line like, "Oh, you know, don't expect me to know what every war is." It's like, yeah, but dude, the Vietnam War. Like it's you're at Vietnam an age. Like war. if you're any person above the age of like twenty years old, you would think you would know what Vietnam is. Yeah. Uh, and then Apocalypse, like, shows off this new robe that he's wearing. And he says something about how it hurts his nipples. And then he, they go into this whole thing about, like, why do men even have nipples? Which I'm pretty sure I've heard, like, this debate plenty of times from people. And oh, uh, yeah. and Diego says that maybe it's a revolution. And in the future, the woman will go to war uh, while the men are home feeding the kids. And that's why we have nipples. Uh, do you agree <laughs> with that?
3: <laughs> I don't agree with anything these crazy guys are talking about. In this entire scene.
2: I don't uh,
3: know Yeah, it was, was going on. It was really weird. Like, I guess I just
2: try to fill time and, and, and give them some more screen time. But, but he rem- said, put
3: blisticks on your nipples. Never yes. heard of that. Pretty I, new remedy, Bobby. Thank you.
2: I'm, I mean, with all the wrestlers that work on this show, I'm pretty sure somebody probably like suggested that that's what they actually do. Uh, yeah, but sure. I never thought about that. Like, yeah, the, the, the material, of the, the robe, it must like, you know. I don't,
3: don't know. I think, I, I, yeah, I, think, I don't have a rope. So.
2: I think we I think we talked about too many robes and and nipples this week. So I don't know if we're this yeah, no more robe
3: talk. And
2: you know, funny, <laughs> It's funny because we we did mention the dark side of the ring, but it should be noted that a couple episodes back when we had the whole Wild Bill scene, it literally was a scene at a plane ride from hell.
3: Much. It
2: was him naked with the robe and all that, and that was obviously an influence by uh, Rick Flair. But luckily, yeah. he didn't he didn't do everything else that has come to light. It, it
3: was bad enough for me and for my eyes. Thank you, yeah. Wild Bill.
2: <laughs> uh, so as they're all talking about nipples in the Vietnam War, Rooster walks in and just says, "Yeah, you guys are all demented." Pretty much saying <laughs> what we're all thinking. Uh, we go to Ace, who's at home, and he's watching some old uh, video footage of their dad. Pretty much like watching them play football, and the whole time the dad is like talking to uh, Jack about how good Ace is. You know, he's great. He's great. Uh, and then as this is going on, he gets on the phone with Big Jim, who's having the baptism, and he says, "Um, you know, you're gonna be the godfather of my baby, and I, uh, I need you to cut a few, uh, say a few words about the baby." and ace is like really like upset about this because he didn't expect it so he's he says i don't know what i gotta say i I, I barely know the baby (laughs) that line just like cracked me up he's like yeah of course you don't know the baby like you're not supposed to talk about the baby as a person just talk about you know the birth of a child like you think that uh it it like it surprises like not that it surprises me but like i guess like the way that i was raised the things that we take for granted yeah some people in other parts of the country might not like know what to do when a baptism comes along or, you know, they're a godfather to a kid and all that.
3: Or you're just ace. He's like seven. So how could you make ace a godfather? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Between Ace and uh, and and Bobby, like some of these guys, like, I I question their, their education. <laughs> so Jim is like, oh, don't worry about it. It's fine. Just as long as you don't powerbomb the pastor, we'll be fine. <laughs> so uh, Ace goes downstairs and he sees that his mom is like kind of packing all this stuff. And he's like, what is, you know, what is all this stuff? And it's it's their dad's stuff. And uh, she's like, don't worry, I'm not throwing it out. I'm just donating it. And uh, Ace isn't too happy about this. Obviously, a lot of this stuff is uh, sentimental to him. So we go to Rooster, who stops Jack outside the dome. And uh, you guys want to guess what Jack told him? He told him, I don't got time right now. I'm too busy. I'll see you later. Once again. Yeah. It's like, geez, at this point, like, what is going on? And then uh, even to make it even worse, like Rooster's out there smoking a cigarette and Jack is like, hey, uh, by the way, Rooster. And Rooster's like, yeah, like, all excited. Like, you know, (laughs) you're finally going to talk to me. And he's like, hey, uh, you're a baby face. You can't have people uh, watch you smoke a cigarette, basically. So Rooster's like, "Okay, yeah, whatever. Drops a cigarette. As soon as Jack goes inside, he just picks it up and starts smoking it again. So obviously, like, it's getting to a point where you can kind of see, even though Rooster was very loyal in the beginning, um, you know, kind of not taking Gully's money. You can see he's getting a little. Pissed off by uh, Jack's
3: an asshole. Yes, he he, he's like, pretty. He's a pretty big asshole.
2: Yeah, like I think that's the whole purpose of the show is like who really is the heel, you know, and mm-hmm. all this like. And it, Jack is definitely acting like a heel in this episode. So as Jack goes inside, we see Wild Bill is there, and uh, Bill's just kind of like making a case for trying to be on the show he says that um you know the fans are blowing up his socials barstool sports reached out to him about doing (laughs) some sort of special on his comeback which i thought was pretty funny and then jack kind of stops him and says hey listen we don't need your help um you know when my dad needed your help and you were on top you didn't offer anything and then uh bill says that um by him doing that thing last week where he just kind of grabbed the microphone and, and did like a little shoe promo it helped boost the interest and um it says that Jack isn't helping by being on Dickie Valentino's podcast because that guy is a snake and he broke his wrist and I quit match and tells him to watch his back. And then Jack says, uh, you won't be on the state fair, basically, until you talk to Willie. So it's like he's still open to it, but he's like not, you know, he's not dismissing having Wild Bill on yeah. the show. But he obviously knows what he said to Wild uh, to Willie last week about and that.
3: now. the beginning of this conversation was kind of confusing me because when he was talking, when Jack was talking to Willie, he was all for working with uh, yeah. Bill. And then he was telling Bill here like, "Hey, we don't we don't need you." Was like, yeah, you do.
2: You need. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's
3: like he doesn't want to like seem like desperate to have to ha- to have him,
2: but also like I guess earlier on when Willie was like, "Yeah, you know, from entertainment wise he's great, but as a person, yeah, uh, he's not." So obviously he he she told him what he said about the whole mm-hmm. aborting the child and all that. So Jack is like, "Yeah, well." Think about having you on, but you need to talk to Willie first, basically. Yeah. So Jack kind of goes away. He has to meet with Dicky Valentino. We find out that Dicky Valentino is Mick Foley.
3: That's right. Who looks X Jack just, himself?
2: Who looks just like Mick Foley? <laughs> like, <laughs> like he didn't even like go into wardrobe and try to change himself. So he kind of had- gave himself like a slick fog. Did type he?
3: of thing yeah he's, you he's couldn't wearing a really mcfoley know. shirt
2: like the shirt is a straight mcfoley like
3: yeah but he he, you can pass him off as dick valentine i guess i mean valentino i mean yeah first of all the day yeah. when i heard dicky
2: valentino i'm thinking like you know hey tony d'angelo like some <laughs> sort of italian and it's it's mcfoley like mcfoley doesn't really come off as a dicky Santa claus yeah yeah but like when cm <laughs> punk was on the show you know he was straight ricky rabies and he had the, the whole different look mcfoley was like 90 percent mcfoley pretty he's much he was pretty much <laughs> so um <laughs> We're going to go back to to Dickie and Jack later, but first we go to Crystal, who, uh, so basically as this is going on, this is the reason why Jack isn't at the baptism, because he has to get this podcast done with Dickie Valentina. So while this is going on, the church uh, section where the baptism is, we have Crystal there, Willie's there, and Crystal stops Willie and uh, pretty much asked her like, hey, um, what, is, what is my role for the fair? You know, Bobby's obviously injured. I'm not with Ace anymore. Uh, what am I going to do there? And Willie's like, you know, maybe you shouldn't have done what you did last time. Uh, and then she said something like, you lit the match and don't pretend how, don't pretend to not know how fire works pretty much. Pretty much saying that she screwed herself uh, by cutting that shoe promo last week in the cage. So uh, again, Willie not acting favorable towards poor Crystal here. Crystal's yeah. kind of like, she pretty much did screw herself because she has no Bobby and no Ace now.
3: Yeah. Because yeah, that promo kind of set Ace off. So she, she, she's feeling guilty about Bobby still. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, she obviously pissed
2: off Ace. She pissed off Jack. Everybody's pretty pissed off of what she did. She went into business yeah. for herself and kind of screwed her over. We go back to Jack and Dickie doing the podcast. Uh, they're doing it in Jack's office. And then it starts kind of talking about the state fair. And then, like, Dickie kind of... um for no reason just starts going to like jack and what he did to his brother ace and then says you know is this did you act like this because of your dad because of the way he got when he was angry and then jack is a little uncomfortable about it he's like hey listen i thought we were here talking about the future of DWL. why are you bringing up my dad or whatever uh and then like valentino brings up like tom's uh you know tom dying and uh and then dickie's like you know the whole point of my podcast is to make the listeners care uh you know get into the true feelings of a wrestler and he's and jack is like not for basically like once he brought up his dad dying he's like yeah i'm not doing this shit i'm just gonna leave right yeah. now because he does not what he expected basically
1: yeah
3: no questions barred seems like a scummy podcast Dickie. that's
2: what it was called right no questions barred. No questions <laughs> and it's funny because it seems like the total opposite of like what McFoley would do McFoley is like not this type of yeah, no. person <laughs> at all so it's like maybe maybe that's why he wanted the role maybe he wanted to play like a heel you well, know bill like,
3: told yeah. him he was a snake so
2: that's true yeah a- yeah, absolutely right. I'm kind of I wish they would go back and show like that match that they're talking about. Yeah. With Ricky Valentino and Wild Bill where he broke his wrist.
3: In a ring right now.
2: Just put a wig on him and just have like yeah, the old yeah. like we can shoot some cinematic Jack.
3: stuff. He's good for cinematic.
2: <laughs> so we go back to the church and uh Stacey's singing her new song. And guess what? Jack is not there to hear it. Just like he promised. Jack is still doing the podcast. Uh, but we see that Jack is actually on his way. He's actually trying to get there, but of course, there's an accident on the road, and he has to detour and all this. So he's running late, obviously. Uh, Ace gets up and he uh, he cuts a promo on Baby Shelby, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, surprisingly, it actually went really well. Like I thought he was gonna like just go into tool- full like wrestling mode, but he actually didn't. He like cut a real like heartfelt um, promo on the baby. Uh, then he kind of has like a face to not a face to face, but he kind of makes eye contact with Crystal, who's sitting there. So obviously. Ace is still a little hurt with what Crystal's doing. Uh, but, yeah, the promo was really good on the baby. Like, what, what did you think of that?
3: I think it was pretty good. As he, Did he write it down? I don't remember him pulling out a paper, did he?
2: I don't think so. I think it was all, like, like improv. Like straight off the off top, the top of the
3: dome. Ace yeah. dropping bombs.
2: Right? <laughs> and of course like as this is like ending jack walks in like right at the, the very end of all this and stacy just stacy gives him that look like dude like you just fucked up again <laughs> so we go to the barbecue and we see ace and jim are talking and uh jim tells ace that he needs to apologize for Bobby for freaking his leg so uh he sees bobby and crystal uh crystal and bobby are talking and crystal admits that like the reason he his leg got broken is pretty much it's her fault for going off a script she admits it and then yep. bobby's like listen you know that's don't worry about that you shouldn't even be a valet you should be a wrestler instead so that we see like stacy like like with jack but in front of the pastor and she's like talking shit about jack in front of him like that ever happened to you like we're like somebody's like being real condescending and talking shit about you like but you really can't say nothing because oh, like, yeah. you're in a bad situation but oh, my God.
3: Jack kind of deserved this. <laughs> I'm sorry. He deserves <sighs> his callings every episode. I'm s- he, I can't be on his side ever.
2: This this just happened to me like a couple days ago, not like to this extent, but like Thanks. I was at uh, my parents for my uh, my mom's birthday and like I'm outside with my brother and his girlfriend and I'm waiting yeah. for my son to get dropped off. And uh it, I kind of met I met my son's mom like halfway or whatever, but mm-hmm. I didn't have any shoes on or whatever. So my brother's like, oh, you are just walking out here, you know, with no shoes on. And then my son's mom said something like, I'm glad that he even walked out here at all. Usually I got to drop him off fully. And I'm just like, Oh, <laughs> I was like, I can't say anything. Cause like my brother's <laughs> girlfriend's here and she doesn't know you. And so I was like, all right, take care. Like I had to bite my
3: lip. Then my you got to take that one. You got to take that
2: To make it worse though, my brother brought it up like 45 minutes later. He's like, yo, you heard what she said about you? I'm like, yeah, I know what she said. Oh, I definitely
3: it. heard it. Yeah, of course oh, I, did. I
2: definitely heard it. I just didn't react to it. So basically this is what's going on right here. Stacy's like talking shit about Jack, about like, you know, everybody says, you know, how great my song was. And then, you know, what did you think Jack? And Jack is like, yeah, it was good. Like he obviously wasn't there. Like, yeah.
3: Well, she says, what what part of it?
2: yeah what's your favorite part (laughs) so we see ace uh bobby's trying to get food so ace kind of goes in there and obviously he's struggling because he's on he's on a a cast and all that so he's helping him and then like he's like asking what he wants in his food and he's like okay you know chicken ribs whatever and then uh uh, uh, bobby's like hey can you put some ranch on there he's like on everything including the barbecue and bobby's like yeah and my first thought was ew like ranch on top of barbecue like, first of all, yeah. he's putting way too much ranch to begin with. Like, it was just disgusting. Like I know people okay. who are,
3: like, crazy with the ranch like that, though.
2: Oh, on top of barbecue, yeah. though? Oh on top God. of
3: everything, man. On top of everything.
2: Uh, so, at this point, Ace apologizes to Bobby. And they kind of have, like, a little heart-to-heart. He accepts it. And then Crystal comes in. And, of course, she's like, that's a lot of ranch. Like, even she notices <laughs> it. And then Ace is like, hey, this is all Bobby. This is all off to him. Um so then we see Rooster again trying to talk to Jack uh about his role in the um the fair that's coming up. He's like, know, what am I doing for the fair?" And then Jack says something like, "Really like, I don't know, it was like it was weird. He's like, "Oh, you know, we keep having the same conversation. Like this is the th- same thing's happening all the time." And then Rooster says a really cool line. He's like, "Yeah, but every time we have a conversation, it's just a little bit different." So mm-hmm. like when he said that, I'm like, "Hmm, he's getting fed up with this shit now." But um, but like that didn't make sense for Jack to say that. Like, yeah, it's all the same shit because you keep like not having a conversation. Like, no yeah. one the same. Thing.
3: And he seems so annoyed now. Like every time he sees Rooster, but it's like, dude, just have a conversation with him. to Hear him out. Who he has to say, you won't have to have this conversation or, or like have him corner you in the awkward situation anymore. Like he has yeah. to keep doing.
2: You know the problem with Ace with uh, Jack is he doesn't have like. A JR. He doesn't have a John Lauren. It's like, yeah, he has, exactly. Willie. he has Willie for him, but Willie's not yep. the one. Willie should be the one having these conversations. It shouldn't, obviously, Jack is busy. He should have like that right hand person to do this. So, Willie should be talking to Rooster and then obviously reporting back to Jack. He doesn't have, you
3: won't let anybody help him though. So, that's
2: that's a problem. That's all on a, him. Yeah, that's a problem having an indie company. You just kind of want to do everything yourself and then everything kind of gets fed up here. Yep. So, everybody's at the barbecue drinking, uh, playing cornhole, and then Jim and Ace are talking. And uh Jim is like, hey, this is my life now. You know, I you know, I don't miss wrestling, I just miss the people. And then um Ace is asking to hold the baby, and he's holding the baby, and Crystal like kind of gives him a look like, Oh, it's you know, very impressive that you're, you know, holding a baby. Uh, we go back to the spade house and uh Stacy and another asshole, Jack moment. So, like, Thomas is like, Hey mom, um, there's fireflies outside. And the mom's like, Yeah, you need those for your school project. Let's go get them. Uh, hey, dad, you want to come with us? Oh no, I need to make a phone call about the wrestling show. it's like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. Like, it's not mm-hmm. even like, come on, like do something with your fucking family. He's on
3: YouTube, checking his views on the last match. Yeah, Get out he's, of there, not, Jack. He's,
2: he's not even doing anything important. He's like literally scrolling through Twitter, trying to see like, you know, hashtag DWL. He's not even Man, like, doing anything important. DWL all night. <laughs> so we go back to Ace and crystal and they are leaving Jim's house. And uh, Crystal finally apologizes for doing what she did last week, cutting the promo, and then Ace kind of apologizes back. He's like, hey, listen, you know, I treated you very poorly. Uh, we have something special, basically. Like, I shouldn't have done that to you. So we see, like, Ace kind of going back and forth. He's has more, like, back and forth in the big show, I feel like. He's like, one week is a heel, then it's a baby face, and now yeah. this week he's back to being a baby face.
3: I uh, don't know. I still don't like this. Don't be pushing up on my boy Bobby's girl.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I like that. I think we're gonna have like that that blow off, like that final blow off between Bobby and uh, and Ace. Yeah. So we go back to Willie, and she's in the office. She's talking to her daughter about something. Something about her daughter. I don't know what they were talking about. Honestly, they was like tampons. I don't know what was going on. Like it was really, a really weird. weird. Like out of context. Like I feel like we like got into the conversation like halfway through. So all yeah. I hear was like, yeah, it's just a tampon, and uh, don't worry about it. Just make sure you're, you get back to home. You know, get back home in time. And I'm just like, what?
3: I was like, one. I, I wrote down who was she talking to. They're like, is this canon? This is <laughs> like, it's even part of the
2: script where she talks so to her, sexual, her actual like family. What? But from what I got out of it, it was something like, I guess her daughter was making an excuse for not coming home or something. It was something along those lines. Okay. But as this is happening, while Bill just kind of jumps in and uh, says, hey, you know, I'm here and I want to apologize to you. It wasn't right what I said, but he doesn't say sorry. He just kind of like does one of those, like, again, what Ric Flair did on Twitter where he like didn't apologize. Yeah. He just kind of
3: like flexed totally it. Different. Yeah, deflects everything. Yeah. But like, you know, doesn't say sorry.
2: Yeah, so Willie, like, sees right through it. She's like, listen, you're not saying sorry. You're just saying all this other shit. Like, you know, you're not saying sorry. Um, and then he's like, you know, he Willie says, you know, you used to be a lot more open. You used to be a lot more kind when we used to talk. But you're not like that anymore. And then Bill, like, finally does apologize. And he says, yeah, the reason he used to be kinder is because he used to love her. And he thought that she loved him as well. But then you just dropped me and you crushed me. And then we find out the reason for this was because, willie used to be while bill's valet mm-hmm. but while bill uh, i'm sorry but willie left him to go become tom spade's valet because they had something good going on with dwl and everything so not only did she leave him uh wrestling wise but also you know she he literally Originally, said you left, yeah, he left me up. in bed alone basically like yeah. you, you broke up with me because of the storyline and bill is like really getting into his feelings right now he's really heard about this um he says you know he kicked me out of bed and then willie's like you know, I'm sorry for it. I apologize. It. You know, I tried to to open my house to you and just to show you that I still wanted to be like a lifelong friend by even you inviting you to my house. But you shouldn't have spoken that way about my daughter. So he apologizes again, basically. So yeah, we find a little bit more about their relationship. So it kind of like it kind of like mirrors what's going on now with um with Ace and, and uh Crystal and Bobby and everything. Yeah. Almost the same idea. So yeah, we see a little bit more of the the softer side of Wild Bill.
3: And I kind of this is the first time I felt kind of sorry for him, but. What I'm getting out of the whole story is Willie left Bill to become Tom's Ballet. Bill left the company, blew up, and they yeah. kind of got jealous of him.
2: Yeah. And, and, you know? and, and, and Willie, they got a, a share of the company. She became like pretty much yeah. vice president, it looks like.
3: And Willie said she made a dumb decision. I think so.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: So maybe, maybe Bill was the right one out of this situation in the beginning. So who, who knows? That's true. I mean, Willie could have gotten jealous
2: out of all, you know. I'm still stuck here in freaking DWL while you're
3: Yeah, she's babysitting you know. Tom's kids now. So
2: we have a quick little scene, but a very important scene of a rooster driving and he's leaving a voicemail to Charlie Gully and he says, I'm in. So mm. Yeah, so Rooster finally uh
3: Rooster is all elite. Rooster all, <laughs>
2: Rooster, Rooster is all elite pretty much. Yeah, he, he called out Tony Khan and it was like, listen, I'm all in. Uh book me for Arthur Ashe. <laughs> 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 yeah, so obviously he got he got you know he's he's had enough of uh Jack Spade shit and he uh is going over to the dark side uh for the Florida dystopia wrestling. We go to Jack, who is uh still apologizing to Stacey for missing her song, uh, but talks about you know, he's basically trying to make the state fair good. That's the reason why he's all over the place. And then she like cuts a promo on him. She's like, (laughs) she's like, listen, um, you have been fucking up. I told you not to get a gerbil and you ignore me and you got it anyway. And then she cuts a promo about like how he didn't take care of the squirrels, how he didn't remember the christening, the song, the, you know, all that, the present, uh, not helping with the fireflies. And then (laughs) he comes back with, okay, I'm sorry for the gerbil, the squirrels and the fireflies. (laughs) Like, (laughs) It's like all these animals like random animals but it was it was hilarious um but yeah she was like really going in on him which he deserves it honestly yep. all the shit every he
3: week did. he deserves it
2: <laughs> um and then stacy says hey listen like the family stuff is great but it feels like i'm just kind of observing and supporting you um you know i'm being made out to be a spectator um, and then she doesn't have a handle on flourishing you know she went to school and all this and now she's just a clerk at a grocery store and then jack is kind of trying to like butter her up he's like hey, listen you're great um, You know." I, but you know i gotta do more i gotta do more for you basically i'm burning the candle at both ends uh then he kind of sucks up and he's like hey listen you're a beautiful wife and you're a best friend and all this it's like i i, I didn't buy this shit honestly i feel like yeah. like the stuff that she said he didn't come back with anything of no if that was me in that position that would not be enough it's like hey no nope, nope.
3: yeah i think but, we both know that's not enough but I, I think she's just accepting it she doesn't buy in his bullshit it's been week after week. I felt bad for her when she said I got a college degree and I work at a grocery store. I was like, sheesh.
2: Yeah, the, the <laughs> thing that's like like how how like, in the dark like Jack is about all this. He's like, he doesn't know what the, even the issue was. He's like, oh, is, are you mad because we didn't go to Pachumich, you know, whatever, the Peru thing, vacation yeah. <laughs> thing? And uh, she's like, no, it's not about that. It's about the damn squirrels the gerbils and the fireflies. Like, you're literally doing everything I told you not to do and you just don't care. Um, so, yeah, I feel like. What do you think is going to be like the the end game for this? You think you think she's just going to get up and leave? Like, I feel like she might. I think she
3: just needs to really dig her teeth deep into DWL and like help him manage this company. I don't know what she's she went to school for, but hopefully it's some kind of business management because he needs help. You know what? Like she'd be the perfect person to sit down and talk to Rooster.
2: Like if if Willie can't do it, you know, have her be the. the, the, She
3: she should be Jim Ross.
2: She should be. She should be the people person and and talking to all these people.
3: Dixie Carter. (laughs)
2: exactly (laughs) she she has that like dixie carter vibe yeah yeah um so we go to the last scene of this episode where we see ace is still watching old video of his dad and we like we see like tom was really like for ace like he was like you know he's destined for greatness he called him the Camp miss kid uh and then tom uh, jack is like kind of like in the background of this like you could tell the dad was really for ace and seeing him become like a great star and as Mm -hmm. this is going on we go back to ace and he's just like in tears like crying about this and that's how the episode ends so um yeah like i don't know it was a a really not a weird episode but i feel like a lot was happening but at the same time nothing really happened because like i feel like the the state fair is like the the last episode that's you know the season finale is going to be the fair i feel like um, but we, you know, we got a little bit of things. We got more context with wild bill. We found out about exactly what him and Willie were going through. We had Rooster's big, you know, fuck this moment where he's going to go over to Florida dystopia. Uh, Stacy cut the promo. Um, you know, Ace was kind of like a podcast to everybody. I feel like he reconciled with Bobby. He reconciled with, um, crystal. Um, but yeah, it was really kind of like a, I don't know, like a, like tying loose ends kind of episode.
3: I feel yeah. like If, uh, the state fair is the last episode. Um, and we're what episode six right now. Yep. So we're two more. All right. So, yeah, it's just a good, like, three-week build to the pay-per-view, you know? So it's definitely the ground floor. I
2: could yeah. take
3: this episode as that.
2: Yeah, I feel like the actual, like, finale is going to be, like, the match, you know, with the... Yeah. If they do the triple threat ladder match or whatever. You got to
3: put 10,000 to that stadium first.
2: Yeah. I hope we get, like, some big... Like cameos. Like I want to see like Cody Rose come out to stay fair with the <laughs> with the dog and the baby and the fireworks. Giant, and with the red suit
3: too. The, the oh my god, yes. last week.
2: <laughs> Do the red suit. Um, uh, I kind of want to see like actual like Florida dystopia wrestling. Like, I want to see if Rooster goes there. Yeah. I feel like my prediction is Rooster is gonna go there and it's gonna be the total opposite of DWL. It's gonna be like them fucking. Did you see
3: the drugs? previews for next week's show?
2: No. Okay. All
3: Tell right. Me. So next week's show, they did have Rooster. At Florida Dystopia, but they had a shot of but he had Ace with him. They were at Gully, like some kind of mansion party, and they were just at the mansion party partying. And they had Ace kind of in gear backstage at uh Florida Dystopia. Ooh. And it looked like dank warehouse. It was bar wire all over the walls and stuff. So I'm they didn't show the ring. I don't know if it's six-sided if they're really going to use impact, (laughs) but it looked kind of grimy. It looked kind of cool. So I'm ready to see this.
2: Yeah. When I think of Florida dystopia, I'm thinking of like ECW. I'm thinking of drugs, sex. Oh, yeah. and all I'll that.
3: send you the clip. Don't worry.
2: Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that Ace was there. Wow. So, I mean, we didn't really have a moment in this episode where Ace was like, fuck this. So something I'm guessing must have happened.
3: From the beginning of the um, preview for next week, it looks like Rooster kind of convinced him to go with him.
2: Hmm. Okay. So, yeah. Maybe just to check it out. Yeah. maybe. Yeah. That's interesting, but we're gonna have to wait two weeks for this, unfortunately. Right. <laughs> so that means two weeks before you hear us again. But, um, yeah, in the meantime, I mean, if you guys haven't seen the Wu Tang show, check it out, it's on Hulu. <laughs> and, uh, you're gonna be checking out this new, um, Black, uh, black Mafia family show. Oh, for Skate. sure. Yeah, I've been Detroit, watching, right? uh,
3: yeah, um, they're actually based from Detroit. Um, terrible street gang took over the straight streets mm. <laughs> in the uh, late 90s. Early 2000s, really, they were really the rain and the tear here, but yeah, it's gonna be. Um, I think it should be pretty good. Snoop dogs in the show, uh, they got a couple Detroit rappers in the show. Um, 50 the cent's actual producing 50 cents in this, um, no, he produced it. Um, the guy who's playing, um, the main character, Big Meach, is actually his son. Mm. So they, they kind of dig deep for this one. So.
2: so, wait, Big Beach, that's like, isn't that one of Rick Ross's nicknames?
3: No, I feel oh, like, he, no? he called himself that in that song.
2: They call me Big Beach yeah, right? yeah he was he, he oh, was
3: yeah. referencing the guy the leader of bmf
2: gotcha so rick Ross yeah. just uses everybody's name guess, he just like. uses old
3: gangsters yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's an actor um but yeah i'm definitely gonna be checking that out especially if that's gonna be in the role of uh where heels usually is but yeah we'll be back oh, here yeah. in two weeks talking about the last two episodes uh if this one was called house show what would you call the next two episodes It's gonna be called like screwjob or something by the way they didn't mention screwjob in this episode uh there was a line where i think while bill was talking, it, yeah he called it call the, duffy
3: the duffy screwjob the
2: duffy screwjob my god there yeah. we go um but yeah, what would you call the last two episodes? I guess.
3: I would think Screwjob if they're going to go to Gully. Yes. So yeah. or
2: uh what's the term? Like I guess uh um damn, what was the term that they would use like when somebody would jump ship? Or kind of like I guess jumping ship, right? I guess like that's like a yeah. wrestling term. So yeah, huh? I could definitely see that being a uh being one of the, the show titles. Uh <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where they're gonna go with this.
3: Oh yeah.
2: Uh anything else you want to plug before we go? We're not gonna hear from you for, uh, for two weeks or so. Can-
3: follow my Instagram at cool game big B well no yeah know cool the name that. the name will be back um it's a temporary change <laughs> it'll Wait, be back
0: what? yeah change?
3: Instagram is crazy once you make a mistake and change your name they won't let you change it back for 14 days so oh, it'll wow. be back by like the end of the week so <laughs> cool it sounds game like um
2: it sounds like what is it was an Xbox like where if you change your name once it's okay but if you want to change it again you gotta pay and it's like geez, yeah kind of like it. that it's like kind of shit is that you gotta change to pay my name
3: <laughs> exactly
2: but you don't have to you know pay us we're free we'll be back in two weeks for episode seven of turning heels so until then take care and goodbye
0: Peace.
1: you're a holiday powerhouse